Say your prayers, Toidles. Live from the Technodrome in Dimension X, it's the Shredhead Pod, starring your host, Oroku Saki, a.k.a. The Shred. Hey, what is up, my um, sweet sugar babies? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why, Craig. It is I, your host, and your master, Oroko Saki, a.k.a. The Shredder. Wow. What an ovation. And with me, of course, my main brain, my dog, the mayor of Dimension X. And producer of this award, well, I, I was going to lie and say that we were award-winning, but um, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, Krang, what up, man? You know what I'm saying? Krang. I'm here to lend a helping hand. Krang, you'll be asleep. No, that's my bad. Anyway, welcome to the Shredhead Pod. It's season four. Uh, episode blah, four? I think it's four. Um, Krang, what we got on deck today? Uh, oh, okay. Um, well, you know, let's get into some national BA, of course, because, come on, man, it's easy. And you probably ain't heard these takes before. You've definitely heard these takes before. Most of them from me. But, uh, let's see, man. Let, let, let's... Let's get into it. Let's get to the shits. To the shits. And start with, of course, the New York Knickerbockers. Um, where to start with the Knicks, man? Ah, uh, fuck you, Krang. Your, your boys out on the West Coast are not faring much better. Man, set your ass down. Man, you set your ass down, nigga. Um, yeah, man, the Knickerbockers, we just, I'm, I, I'm fresh off of watching the game with the, uh, the, the Charlotte Hornets, and, um, you know, uh, I, I just finished beating up a heavy bag, um, so I'm pretty sure that I've gotten out all of my rage right now, but, um, uh boy, you know that's. I'm not even mad at that crying. That's that's what we deserve. We're seven and six in the Eastern Conference with. Uh, right now, in, in you know there are others in seventh play. I mean, well, with at seven and six, but you know the way the the, the funky math of it all. We are, we are um, and we would be. In the seventh, we would have clinched the seventh birth. And, um, that's, that ain't good, baby. We are, we are not looking great. Uh, in the last game against the, um, as I mentioned, we, we, we lost. We've, we fell at the hands of, um, Miles Bridges, my pick for most improved player last year. 
and uh, the the Charlotte Hornets. Yes, um, who who are playing very good basketball. Uh, they're they're having they're having quite the run, and they're gelling. And speaking of gelling, uh, Tom Thibodeau, man. Tommy T, you know, he's got he's got the boys running over there. Um, and it, it's not looking, well, here we go. I'll take you to uh, the New York Post. <laughs> that rag. Uh, anyway, the New York Post had something. The feasy. Something just fell in this janky-ass studio. Um, no, it's all good. It's luxury. It's luxury here at the the hyphen podcast group. Uh, anyway, the here we go. The uh, the New York Knicks starting uh, new starting shooting guard Evan Fournier, who you know has shown his ass a bit on the court, uh, but he agreed with uh, Tom Thibodeau, who you know decided to take with 14 minutes left in the game. Uh, losing 112 to 100 to the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, the National BA champs. Uh, Tom Thibodeau, in all of his infinite wisdom, pulled pulled everyone off the floor, pulled all the starters out of the game to watch and, I guess, suffer for, you know, lack of effort or whatever. And I, I get that. I, I'm, I'm about that life, you know. Um... You know, I, I when I play games like, uh, you know, when I play 2K or back in the day when I was playing live or even, you know, Bulls versus Blazers, I I would be the one to yank the whole starting lineup if I didn't care for their play and just run with with the B team. You know, I, I, I don't I don't I get that. But these are millionaires. You've paid a lot of money to play the game of basketball, um, maybe ride it out. Maybe maybe you use this game as a lesson. You're not going to win them all, Tommy. Uh, but anyway, um, pardon. Uh, uh, he said, uh, this is Fournier. He said, how did it feel? Um, the bench guys were playing well. You obviously want to be on the floor, but we had no business being on the court. And that's him owning up to and, and you know, supporting um, Tom Thibodeau's uh, decision as his head coach. Uh, but then, you know, Tibbs went on to uh, kind of go in on them and say, when it's 10 games, you'll say we need 20. And, and this is him talking about team chemistry uh, mind you, we've just played our thirteenth game. Um, so he says, when it's ten games, you you say you need twenty, uh, and when it's twenty games, you say you need thirty, and when it's thirty, you say you need forty. But before you know it, the season's over. It's a bunch of bullshit. Whoa, fam. Whoa. Who is you, <laughs> right? Uh, fam. You know. First of all, I, you you know that Tom Thibodeau has has truly become a New Yorker when he immediately panics after being seven and six. At the time, he was seven and five, um, but you know he panics, and and the next game that that we win, uh, he will proclaim the New York Knickerbockers 
to be the future champions, you know. That's how we'll know that Tibbs is a true New Yorker. Um, uh, I disagree, Tom. I mean, you know, in, the, in that moment, I guess that maybe a little worked up. And, of course, he didn't pull. He, he didn't switch the starting line uh, in tonight's loss. But um, I don't know. Maybe you should shake things up. You, as the coach, probably have the most input on team chemistry. So, I don't know, nigga, organize a shopping trip or uh, uh, take, take them niggas to the mountains or something crazy like that because uh, team chemistry, that's up to you, player. You are the one to, uh, to land the expectations for, for, for team chemistry and, uh, um, you know, things of the like. Uh, culture, that's what we're looking for, the word. Culture, that's on you, playboy. So in the meantime, man, sit your ass down. Right, sit down, nigga. You ch well, that's a, that's what he said to crying, crying, crying. What, what did he say to his starting lineup the other day? Man, sit your ass down. Right, <laughs> crying. Oh, you complete me. All right. Um, yeah, man. And uh, m moving on. Oh, we're abysmal this year. Uh, at least Philly is still a shit show, so that's not so bad. You know, they were they were supposed to do big things, you know. Pardon me. The process. Silly. Um, yeah, at least Thibodeau ain't saying, I don't think we can win with this guy. Oof. Um... Ah, yes, I dislike the Chicago Bulls. Not because of anything that they did negatively. Um, I'm, I'm more, more envious of the Bulls than I, than I dislike them. Uh, them niggas is out there hooping. And I feel that the Bulls have kind of leapfrogged us, uh, as far as improvement. Because these are the new look Bulls. With you know, um, with with that ball boy, um, and I don't mean any disrespect. It's just too many of them niggas to be trying to remember everybody's name and where they are. Um, uh, uh, Zach Levine is just allowed to be a scorer and a leaper. Nigga did a three sixty in the game the other day. Like, come on, fam, niggas is really hooping all in our face right now. And I'm fed up with it. Fucking DeMar DeRozan out there. Taking niggas off the dribble. Still shooting that damn mid-range. Completing the game. It's trash. Fucking 10th grader out there. Alex Caruso out there bawling like he just got to varsity. And he's happy about it. Disgusting. That was supposed to be us out there. Instead, Tom Thibodeau was out here trying to build... The old look bulls. The old nigga bulls. Anyway. And we ain't got no defense out here. Damn shame. We was we was about to be sweet. We were supposed to do you know, maybe maybe Tom Thibodeau is the serpent you are always talking about, Crank. See the serpent play tricks, run game like the Knicks, build you up just to lose the championship. God dog it. 
uh trash man trash um but yeah man congratulations to the bulls them niggas was out there hooping um but i i will not i will not uh i, I will not stray i i won't even i'm not even fucking with the brooklyn nets nigga i'm not messing with the, the that old honeymooners ass basketball court them niggas be hooping on that should be confused that's that's one of the main reasons i hate the the, the new jersey nets it's because them niggas be hooping on that old jim crow ass floor that old uh uh i dream of genie ass it's so weird dog like i hate the way dog crank have you can you get through an entire New Jersey Nets game? Nope. It's like, dog, that shit give me a headache after a while. Like like all them black folks in living color like going back and then like it's it's like they just started hooping at, with like Joy uh, with a uh, uh uh James Naismith. Like <laughs> got I, I hate their floor. Put some real, like, damn, nigga, get Technicolor or some shit, like, <laughs> dog. God. I don't like it. Uh, I love to send strays over there to New Jersey. Um, the, the Heat is still my other team, man. If I, if I got to cheat on the Bulls, I'm at least going to go to Miami in order to do it, you know, like, give me Jimmy Butler, which, you know, get well soon. All these tough guys, um, Tyler Hero, I guess, you know, kill. remember how right I was about them a couple of years ago, Eric Spolstra, just a tricky ass coach, man, this, this dude, you know, a few years back, when, uh, you know, the Heat had that run, and they were just trying to say that he just had mad talent, like, Bam Adebayo hoops like... He he hoops with such a chip on his shoulder, and you know that you know me. That's what I like, you know. Papa like them niggas be out there looking like the University of Miami. They be bullying niggas when they get there, and uh, and Kyle Lowry, old little Philly ass. I really feel and uh, Krang. Let me know. Uh, actually, Krang, write this, write this down, man. I am trying to recruit Kyle Lowry for my Rucker team. All right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. I would really like to to get a guy like Kyle Lowry running the point for our for our Rucker team. Um nigga hope like you know what I'm saying, he got that little not I'm not even going to say little man complex because you know, he'll stand next to one of us. He'll probably be, I don't even know how tall he is. Let me look it up. How tall is Kyle Lowry? Nigga probably like all of 6'3". Be out there looking like a mall from the Joe Button show. Um, I don't care. I'm not even looking this up. Um, But yeah, man, let's try to get Kyle, Low Kyle Lowry on the team. Let's get Kyle Lowry on the show, man. <laughs> I fucked with him. Uh, Anyway, moving on. Um, a team that has far exceeded expectations. 
well, y'all's expectations. You know your boy. I stay tuned. And uh, I think, you know, a couple of years ago, last year, y'all was dancing on this man's grave. But me. I'm going to diss you right now. Mm -hmm. This was y'all. Y'all was dissing that man. And now, what he did, came back from the grave on you niggas. He showed, actually, he was about to come back from the grave on you niggas last year. But now, Steph Curry and the Warriors are out there putting in work. Y'all told y'all niggas. Y'all thought I was playing, but I told y'all niggas. That's right. Y'all was out here spitting on the man's grave. Acting like, you know what I'm saying, like he had committed some crime by doing a shimmy. Like, nigga, relax. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You would be out here, dog, if you had his ungodly talent, you would be out here making so much. Right. Right. Every time, that's, that's me if I were him. When I shot a three-pointer and it took a long time to land, I would be doing that. Every time, nigga. Right. Fuck out of here, you untalented nigga. You, that's the thing. You niggas don't know what it is to be talented, so you've never had a reason to celebrate. And now, when this man comes in and he does what he does now, see, the thing that y'all be thinking is like, oh, if you contend for a championship, you can't take a step back. You can't never be, oh, if you fall off one year, you done, you done, nigga. <sighs> Here's the thing. The whole time y'all was dancing on the man's grave, he was over there helping to develop players. Maybe if you go back and Google the Golden State Warriors, you'll see that their main power isn't just that they were just running all over niggas. That was, you know, th that, was, that was the fruit, which y'all don't really understand, and I guess... I get why you don't get it, because you niggas don't work for nothing ever. But all the work that they put in, you go back to the Believe years, you know what I'm saying? That was an underdog team. I'm talking Baron. I'm talking Steven Jackson, I think, was on there. Jason Richardson was there. Like, they were, quote-unquote, underdogs. Them niggas was balling. And so when they worked through the draft... When they, when they get young talent and they develop it, and then a year later, y'all like, oh, who is this, George? Now listen, Ooh. that's called motherfucking bars, nigga. You know, you know nothing about that. You know nothing about that. You know nothing about that hard work that goes into creating a team and that, that becomes a dynasty. And then you add Kevin Durant. Like, sure, they did that. Whatever, you would do it too. Fuck off. I would do it. Krang would do it. You know what I mean? All you niggas would do it. You would play with your good friends if, and, and you would run the league for a year just for the hell of it. Shut up. I know you would. You niggas put in cheat codes and whatever, dog. You niggas use walkthroughs to beat video games. Shut up. Acting like you really flipped that shit. Um. Anyway, yeah, man. Shit, you would be out there shimming and celebrating too if you could get away from Aisha for a couple. <laughs> I'm just bullshitting. Oh man, nah, bro. Like... Damn, nigga. 
Uh, nah, man, nah, Krang, I'm just joking, baby. You know me. I, I'm an, I love love, man. Aisha's a, a, uh, uh, Aisha's a lovely woman. But corny ass. Anyway, um. Man, set your ass down. <laughs> shut up, Krang. Um, nah, bro. Anyway, I guess that's it. Couple of other, other takes. Uh, Quinn Snyder, just wanted to say real quick. Quinn Snyder, coach of uh, the the uh, uh, Utah Jazz, looks like all the coke that he did as the head coach of Missouri is finally catching up to him. Nigga looks stressed. Like, he be over on the sidelines looking like a serial killer. Like, what is the deal with your boy, Quinn Snyder? Damn, bro. I'm telling you, he's going to kill somebody. Crying, you know what I'm gonna say. Told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. That is such a great. That is such a great pickup. Good job, Crying. You work. I you. I just want to take the time right now, and thank you for your tireless efforts, uh, and and your hard work, um, and uh. You know, I, I I really I really appreciate you, Craig. That trying to help you out, kid. I'm trying to watch your back out here, Chief. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you, Craig. Uh last but not least, uh, for the man, we've been rolling rolling pretty hard. It was twenty minutes in. Whoa. Um, just been running my damn mouth. National BA. These are the hit these are the these are the takes you're not going to get anywhere else though. You know what I'm saying? You ain't you ain't about to hear these things yeah, nowhere listen. else. That's called motherfucking bars. Um, Craig is so supportive. I love you. Ah, uh, Elizabeth Cambridge, man. Elizabeth, motherfucking Cambridge, man. Craig, you better say that shit again, bro. Dog. Hey, man, listen up. I don't like to. uh I, I don't I don't I don't like to objectify athletes on the show. It's something that I stole from the Katie Nolan podcast. Rest in the most peace to that pod. Um but man if you out here in a teeny weeny bikini, all six eight of you, hey <laughs> what I'm supposed to do, baby? You know what I'm saying? What I'm what I'm supposed to do? She came out there, man. Man, listen, she was in that in that little bikini dog. And listen, you 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 you'll hear the show. I don't be out here horn dogging like that. But I gotta I gotta holler at her. I've got to Damn nigga. Shut up, nigga. Every all of us aren't happily married. Uh shout out to, to Gina. Shout out to y'all for, for, for celebrating Wally last week. Um but uh Anyway, I, I digress. Uh, Elizabeth, Lizzie, Beth, baby girl, if you're out there listening to the Shredhead Pod, and I know you are, um, holler, holler at your boy. <laughs> um, we gotta get that hotline up and running, man. Um, whew. Man, I gotta. I'm. I'll be right back. I'm going to smoke a cigarette.
got all hot and bothered. We'll be right back, Krang. Oh, you're making them very upset by doing that over and over again. We will return shortly with the Shredhead pod. Masters, Shredder. Okay, Jack, this is a We Should Do This Again sometime podcast ad take one. In a world where laughter was king. No in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of podcast. In a land that... No in a land either. In a time... No, I don't think so. In a land before time. Jack, this is a cartoon movie, and we may get to it if you use that. Uh, can you say We Should Do This Again sometime was hosted by Kat Chinetti and V. Mark Rob, please? One man. No. When your life is no longer your own. What, what does that mean? When everything you know is wrong. Okay, bro, that's enough. We should do this again sometime with Kat and Mark coming to a podcast app near you. Someone get this guy out the booth, please. No, I like it in here. Hey, we're back with the Shredhead podcast. It is I, Oracle Saki with Krang in tow. What up? Um, so, middle of the show, and the only thing I can think about is the release of that new Silk Sonic album. Shit was fire, and, uh, actually, did it exceed or live up to my expectations? Uh... Bro, I knew it was going to be fire, but man. <laughs> okay, it's like asking me if I thought. Uh, like like if you, if it's a nigga who hits home runs, you know what I'm saying? But bu- 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 Barry Bonds, fine, you know, and you know he's going to knock that bitch out the park. But just how far? So that was my expectation that it was going to be, um, that they were that they were going to knock it out of the park. Just how far? And it is in the parking lot, hitting someone's windshield. Um, bro, that shit fire, bro. Um, cocaine music is back, baby. The true, I mean, Bootsy Collins hosting it, um, just, yeah, exactly, uh, if you don't know that, that poll, it is, uh, from, uh, what's that, uh, um, Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction, right, Krang? I'm pretty sure that was Pulp Fiction, uh, Uma Thurman, I say, goddamn, yeah, man. I'm with it. Yes, Krang. Cocaine music is all the way back. This is long pinky nail music. I heard someone describe it as brown liquor music and hairy coochie music. And, uh, yeah, I agree. Um, uh, let's, shall we do a quick, quick rundown? I mean, you have ears. You can listen to it. You should listen to it. It's fire. Of course, leave the door open is on there, um, and which was the lead single, which wet everyone's appetite for the for the album to begin with, um, and you know they trolled us, man. They trolled us for a while, and to me, 
I thought that was fine so long as they delivered and damn bro them niggas came through um I had a couple points I wanted to make about this uh first of all oh ooh ooh wait crying I um uh, I want to amend something I said in the last the last uh, section before I go any further because this 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 these this music gives me feelings romantic feelings about you know women in general but uh if Elizabeth Cambridge is listening baby don't tell Candace Parker I said any of this shit she doesn't listen um and that's fine but you know don't tell Candace Parker I've had these these mentionings anyway. Got it. Um <laughs> really. Come on, Crank, don't snitch. Uh I what I really enjoy about this album is uh I just mentioned Leave the Door Open and the what what some albums try to do or what some artists try to do is prove that they are in a different, you know, that they can do everything, you know, uh, the first Pharrell album, he was trying to prove how well he could rap, it's like, nigga, just do that skateboard shit, man, you know, like, don't, don't ditch what got you to the dance, you know, and the, the first, uh, was it In My Mind? I believe it was, um, the first Pharrell album, In My Mind, it was fine, we're talking about Silk Sonic here, I'm just trying to draw a comparison, um, Silk Sonic did not do that shit. They stuck with the same vibe. It it was it's like a you know what I mean? It was it was it's the running game, you know? They were, you know, the, it's just like a team that sticks with the running game. I'm doing so many sports analogies. I don't know why I'm doing that, but um you know like it it was not broke. Leave the door open was probably a perfect R&B song if we really break it down. Um Nigga said shut your trap and it sounded sexy. Uh it's crazy, bro. But um man, let's do Alright, so let's look through this. Like I said, it, it wasn't broken, so nothing needed fixing. Another thing that I noticed, um that th it's this album was greater than the sum of its parts. Uh it, its parts being Bootsy Collins, okay. Uh, it's parts being Bootsy Collins, it's parts being um, Bruno Mars, and of course Anderson Pac, and it was every bit of that, but then more. You know what I mean? Like it was like these niggas did the fusion dance and became like three times stronger than they were individually. It was amazing. It's, it's amazing, nigga. Like. It's just wild. Um, so, I say all that to say this, that the Silk Sonic album, on my first listen through, listen, I listened to it one time, and I let it marinate. And I've, I, I will go back later on, but right now, off first listen, I'm going to say it's a perfect R&B album. Man, your ass. Nah, Krang, shut up. Krang, Krang, have you have you listened to the whole album yet? Nope. All right then. 
Go go back and listen. Go well. Go and listen to it. Crank, see Crang. Crang don't like to be one of them early adopters. And then I'm constantly, I'm constantly hitting Crang with the "I told you so's." Next week he he's going to come. He's going to come to me very humble. He'll shoot me a text in the group text. He'll he'll say, you know what, you was right, Saki, and you you I know. Right. You do you did you do think I'm playing, nigga. I'm telling you. It's a perfect album. Um off off the first listen, uh seven 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 is fire and, and, and seven 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 it's a song, it's a track on the album. Um you ever see a baby that looks like both of its parents, like perfectly like the mother and father. If they turn their face one way, that's what 777 is. It is every bit of what Bruno Mars is, you know, uptown funk, that, that, like that style of Bruno Mars and uh, Anderson Park with the tambourine and the drumming and, um, you know, the you niggas got me hot, that kind of like peak both of them put together in a song about basically running shit in Vegas and honestly I think Las Vegas Nevada is about the only city that could match the energy of that particular track 777 is Bruno Mars Anderson Park and with Bootsy Collins dropping them off in Las Vegas Nevada that's the video that that should be the i believe that should be the next single but you know what 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 does anybody care about my uh opinion on that i'm not there that the anr um so yes that um skate again we can revisit skate now because when we first got skate we were collectively pissed that they were messing with us and releasing these songs so few and far between. But honestly, they did it perfectly. They trolled us, they were playing with us. And again, because the music, the product matched what they were trying to do marketing wise, as far as messing with us, you know what I mean? Like you, you can do that when the music is phenomenal. Uh, when, as long as you get the product and you're like, wow, Skate was an amazing song for the summer. We got it and we got mad about it because we weren't getting an entire album. And we largely, I feel like it went under the radar. Then, you know, um, Smoking Out the Window came out and we, we paid attention again. It was the Vince McMahon gif looking down the aisle or looking, you know, down his own nose, you you know the one, you see it, just type it in, Vince McMahon looking and you'll get it, whatever, who cares. Um, smoking Out the Window came out and, and, and reignited everyone's fire for this album, I think, and then they dropped it when they were good and damn well ready, and I respect it and I appreciate it having this as the final product uh, what, it's like eight songs? And, and really that's all you need, man. You don't need to go out here and 
you know, do skits. This ain't a Red Man album in 1997. We don't need that. Um, just, just, just knock out the fire, man. Because you know, you go back and listen to some of these quote-unquote classic albums, and it's like 15, 20 tracks, and you listen to about roughly five and enjoy them, and you skip a whole lot. Uh, um, I am not of the belief that a bunch of songs makes a great album. Give me the filet mignon, nigga. Get to the get get right down to the good stuff. And if you have eight good songs in there, and you add what three more for fluff, who gives a shit? I don't I don't want that. I just want the good joints. I want what I'm going to play. Um, finally, there again more trolling. I believe uh, this album does not have a vinyl release. It. Uh, it is on CD, which, I mean, who's listening to CDs? It's on cassette. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. It's on cassette. And... <laughs> All right. Thank you, Craig. This nigga, man. Um, I'm trying to help you out, kid. I'm trying to watch your back out here, chief. Thank you, Craig. Um... He threw me off, fam. Uh, I say all that to say... I say all of that to say... Uh, I do believe there will be a vinyl uh, release on this album. It, it, it just sounds like the, the warmth of the album. You know, I guess the, it, it, it sounds so old school that it may be a sample. And um, I just hope everything is cleared. We don't get a... a well, oof that we don't get a, what you call it, situation, uh, uh, got to give it up, um, what was that damn, uh, Ro Robin Thicke situation, um, you know, where it's very clearly, you know, it, it has a throwback sound, but I don't think that, I, I think that it's got a generic enough scheme to where it just sounds like it's old, and not that it's copying something like something that could have just existed in that realm next to say uh Teddy Pendergrass or something like that um and you know but i i, I don't i don't think we'll i don't think we will get there just um you know anyway perfect album perfect R&B album probably my favorite R&B project since um since 2088, man, since since uh, Big Sean and Janae Aiko, uh, I think this music is going to do for, um, I don't know, like sexy, um, sexy people trying to go out and mingle and meet folks as uh, 2088 did for uh, unhealthy, toxic relationships that... Man, that, that that's a toxic ass album, man. Go back. That'll be the shred commendation while you're in the mood and you're listening to Silk Sonic. If you want to keep the party going, check out 2088, uh, Janae Aiko, and uh, and Big Sean. There you go, seamlessly rolling into um, the shred commendation. Thank you. 
uh, rolling into this recommendation from my album review of Silk Sonic, An Evening with Silk Sonic. It's, they're, they're both good. Keep the party going. Um, yeah, if you, if, if you are having makeup sex and you're trying to uh, bridge the orgasm gap, as they've been saying, ah, ah, man, you know, do what you got to do, man. Get your girl the rose. Uh, put on put on some music that she'll like. Maybe you'll get there, you know? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. Um, you know, after all of that, after all that love that's been spread, after all that positivity, I think we can skip the uh, Cretan of the Week. It, it was probably going to be Aaron Rodgers. Uh for quoting Dr. King, uh, and also uh, listening to the advice of one Joe Rogan. Uh, anyway, <sighs> we can move on from there. Y'all niggas got to get out of the Joe Rogan cult, man. Nigga was just making people eat bull uh, testicles and bugs not too long ago. Um, but, you know, to each their own. Listen to those the dope ideas, uh, the, to the dope music that I gave you. Uh, also, ooh, um, Love Life. Love Life on uh, HBO Max, I guess. It's a Cinemax show. Um, it's about a dude who, you know, black dude who uh, has a white wife, discovers that, you know, he can't really, after, I think it was like seven years of marriage, that he's not, he's not feeling her because she can't, understand him really and he meets a black woman named Mia Hines she bad in a mug y'all she bad in a mug uh and emotionally uh has an emotional affair on his wife and it ends up uh like the first episode it's a divorce spoilers but uh after that it's just a whole crazy fucking spiral um uh OG Aunt Viv plays his mom Punky Johnson plays his sister. Uh, Ego Nuonum shows up in there. Um, who else? There's somebody who made a a surprise. Um, oh, old girl from um, uh, Diary, of a, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. She's in there. Um, you know, old girl. And set it off. The one who'll be crying. I, I can't remember her name. I love and respect her, but I cannot... I, feel like it's another Elise. Y'all know her, man. You know who I'm talking about. She's in there. She's a little older. She's got a bunky. She's got a... I don't know, man. She was dragging some tail through there, and I was just like, whoa. You know? And that, that's just me being impressed with her. That's not me objectifying her. I was just impressed, you know? She's she's kept up quite well over the years. And she, uh, she, looks, she looks great and a uh, great actor. I like her part in the show. Anyway, that's Love Life. Uh, kind of reminds me of Mike Lamarique from uh, from from our you know producer extraordinaire, and uh, it, it's uh, it's like Mike Lamarique and Kuma de Grizzly did the fusion dance and could not unfuse. Anyway, if you see it, you want to know who's who. You'll be able to pick that up. Anyway, y'all, I've been babbling for a long time. I got stuff to do. You got stuff to do. Look over there so that I may ninja vanish. Peace.
This is a hyphen podcast production.